All right. So, uh, president of the Ooh. fan club, McKenzie Group HR nightmare, <laughs> and factory credit union race car driver, <laughs> Ron Fellows. If you could describe this uh, lunch we just had in one word, what would it be? Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. It's really. It was. It. I feel. That's, oh, just one I word. Like wait, wait. Wait. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure which of the words we're choosing here. Where are we going? Fun? Where are we going? Thank you. Okay. Yeah. All right, back up again. Try to study. I'll just say. Okay. Oh, it, it, <laughs> yeah. Do you get to back it up in qualifying? No, you get one shot. Yeah, so, thank you. <laughs> and now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. Today, on a very special episode of Dinner with Racers. Man, that sounded classy, Ryan. And you know why, Sean? Why, Ryan? Because today's episode is Ron Fellows. Ron Fellows. So uh, are you saying here on our podcast trip, as we drive back from old Hilton Head, South Carolina to Atlanta, Georgia, we got sports car legend and NASCAR veteran Ron Fellows? We did. And honestly, when you said, okay, next up on the intros is Ron Fellows, I, I literally was like, oh, yo- we we had Ron Fellows. Every time we've done any of these trips, people are like, "Did you get Ron Fellows? Did you get Ron Fellows?" Like we got every Ron year, Fellows, yeah. and we got Ron. We Fellows. finally got Ron Fellows. We've been trying, yeah. Uh, and when we finally, finally, uh, we only go to Canada so often. Yeah, especially both of us. Right, and so this year it worked out that we could get up there, and uh, well. We got him. Chances are, if you're a fan of our show, you've probably heard the name Ron Fellows. But just a quick, quick briefing. He is uh, primarily known in the sports car ranks. He kind of came up uh, in the Canadian uh, GT ranks and then moved over to the U.S. because he was part of the prolific Corvette factory program all throughout the 2000s and 2010s. You name it, he won it. We don't need to list all the wins, but he, he name a race, Ryan. Uh, the Mossport Grand Prix. He won it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But he won everything because he's Ron Fellows. Right. Mr. Corvette. One of the cool things about Ron is that he doesn't know he's Ron Fellows. He does not. He just thinks he's Ron. Yeah. And we're looking at him like, okay, this is a legend. we got to be on our you know, on our toes here, make sure we're good to go. And he's telling us about construction work yeah. that he used to do. He's talking about how he like worked on his own cars, how it, you know he and his brother did all this cool stuff coming up. It was really neat to, to kind of get his take on the Canadian uh, legends of the sport and people that he thought needed to be recognized, and then also the future of Canadian motorsports. Yeah, of which he is still an extremely active part, Yeah, um, including having a major, major part in what we would know as most sport, um, going through a big renovation several years ago with their uh, partnership with Canadian Tire. So for this meal, we went to Shrimp Cocktail Cafe in Oshawa, and if you are a regular road racer that's been to Mossport for ages and ages, you probably have been there before. I walked in and said, oh, I've eaten here with Peter Cunningham. And we sat there for maybe like 20 minutes. Ron Fellows walked in, and uh, everybody there knew him. He was shaking hands with the, the owner, the manager, you name it, because he's Ron Fellows. Yeah, and he's such a like guy about town to take care of everybody. In fact, the uh, the lady who uh, runs that place also does all of his event catering yeah. for the event business at the racetracks yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. so uh, just just such a like he's everything you wanted him to be. So over at the uh, Shrimp Cocktail Cafe, I had the chicken sandwich. Ryan, you had I had the shrimp cocktail. So here are some things you're gonna hear about dating your sponsor's employee. An absolute. Refusal to curse on our show. <laughs> NASCAR racing and the one that got away. 
And uh, quite a lot of talk about Stan Makita's Donuts. That's right. You know, Stan Makita's Donuts, which if you are between the ages of 37 and 45, you'll understand the reference. <laughs> now, uh, it was a it was a, a drive up to Canada from uh, Watkins Glen, New York. Yes. But it was easy and it was safe for huh. two reasons. Huh. The first reason was Sebastian Bourdais. What a, what a wheel man, you know? Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for coming by. You know I live in part-time in St. Pete and full-time in Paul Tracy's head. Oh my god. I should have read this one before I write that. And I'd say the second, but it's really four reasons. <laughs> That's a Continental Tire Plug. Do the thing. Continental Tire Plug! The smart choice. The smart choice in tires. There you go. And, you know, and, and again, the equally smart choices are fans who continue to thank Continental and tag Continental and do all the things that makes Continental appreciate you being here and us being here. Very serious when I say we could not keep doing this if you, the fan, were not so extremely generous over them social medias and letting Continental know how much you appreciate this stuff. Yeah, no, honestly, uh, the reason we are still able to do this is because of you guys. So thank you so much for that. Please continue to support them and tag them and let them know that you like what we're doing. But for now, let's hear from Ron Fellows. Safari Planet. I'm Ron Fellows. Meow. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two. So do you, you eat here quite often, or at least you used to? Yeah. So, well, I don't have to because uh, Wanda and Shrimp Cocktail come out to the track. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Um, we do, uh, uh, we have a, an evening program called the Run Fellows Driving Experience. It was, the, good, the good news. <laughs> yeah. No. He downplayed his. Do it again. Say it with confidence. The, yeah. Say it with confidence. No, 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 no. It's, it's fine. I, what, what is it, it called again? RF Driving Experience. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> is this how it's going to be for the yeah. next couple hours? Yeah. yeah. You're going to hate this. <laughs> anyway, anyway, the good news is when we, uh, so uh, my wife and I and Carlo Fidani are the partners at Canadian, what is now Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Yep. And when we did what a lot of the People upgrades, know it's most port. It's Mostport. Yep. Yes, was was it's still Mostport Park, but the the um, circuit. Yeah, yeah, you're talking to the guy who sold the naming rights. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, which which has been a great benefit for us in terms of our our ability to to broaden our our reach and you know marketing and and uh, uh, etc. Anyway, um, when we did a lot of the upgrades to the facility, the uh, the Grand Prix circuit is uh, pretty much sold out from the time the snow melts to the time the snow flies it's fully booked and it has been we've uh generally it's overbooked so they're running a date so we you know we were looking for a way to and with the, the long relationship i've had with general motors on both sides of the border we're looking for a way to do something unique with a lot of our partners and trying to do um try to do something with gm as well tying in my my the Corvette School in Nevada. So anyway, so we thought, well, let's try these these evening programs. So so the track day is nine to five. So basically, do a classroom, and it's just an evening experience, more more of a corporate sort of uh, fun thing to do. So what we have are Corvettes, Cadillacs, and Camaros. So that's right now it's Z06 Stingray. Sorry, Z06 because we're in Canada. Um, uh, you got a story in there, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, CTS 5B Blackwing, CTS 4B Blackwing, 
And then Camaro SS and Camaro Z01 win a lead. Z01 win a lead. <laughs> anyway. No one knows what's happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that there are groups of 18 approximately, and uh, we do the uh, basic, basically it's an opportunity in a lead follow environment to get a, to, to, to um, drive all these great high performance cars and showcase not only GM's uh, high performance cars, but also the facility. And then in the, you know, af- after we're done, uh, we do hot laps and Corvettes for the group. And then we go up into our event center, and Wanda is all at night from Shrimp Cocktail here. Yeah. Uh, puts on an incredible meal. We sit around and yeah. you know shoot the breeze and yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's been it's been pretty successful. You're not our first Canadian, <clears throat> but this is the most Canadian one we've had so far. I've heard an oot, <laughs> I've heard an a, a sorry, <laughs> a z, and a z. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we're 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 striking yeah. all matches, and it's been two minutes. Yeah, and we have very colorful money. <laughs> so, you, so this is an hour and a half from where you live. I understand why you uh, want to uh, why you'd want to promote shrimp cocktail because it's near Motorsport if somebody were to go yeah. for a Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Yeah. Um, and obviously they they do a lot of work with you, but but this is an hour and a half from where you live. Well, it's yeah because we we basically live an hour and a half from the track. Right. Yeah. So why are we here? Yeah. Why didn't we go to your neighborhood? Yeah. Was it? Is this just like you didn't know us, and you're like, I, I want you as far away. For some from me reason, as I thought you guys were coming out this way, and I thought, well, oh. in the end, <laughs> well, we did. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. Um, but I, but I've known I've known Wanda for at least twenty years, maybe yeah, two okay, and a half, okay, maybe okay. more. Yeah. Back. yeah, sure. Because it goes back. Yeah, no, yeah. more than that. Wanda. Wanda Napart, who's uh, the owner here. Yeah. She when you say here. owner, by the way, owner sometimes sounds like somebody that maybe just like checks in once a week. Like she's now no, she's, she's back here, like no, she tables. used to. She yeah. started working here. Yeah. And then ended up, and then ended up buying the place. So um, yeah. So we yeah we've had Pratt Miller Corvette Racing dinners here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know my karting series. We've had yeah. little events here, and then and Wanda does uh, all the catering for our evening driving program plus uh, the hospitality suites on our on our major event weekends. Okay. So, uh, I mean, the big thing about Ron Fells that we learned, which isn't very surprising at all, is that there's not a lot of dirt. Yeah. You we are, tried. You are pretty squeaky clean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what we talked. What does that mean? Like, uh, no one was willing to throw you under the bus for anything, and I think it's because there was nothing. There was no, like, oh, this one time he got real rowdy and, uh, you know, punched a fan in the face. None of that. Oh. Yeah. 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 No. Never never an un, unkind word towards yeah. fans or anything or yeah, well, yeah. So, no, it's like, yeah. man, this guy's really nice. Yeah. Okay, what did TK have to say? That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like Kelly Collins. Yeah. Like they, they actually, the, the, the question I had after talking to Kelly, trying to get trying to get dirt, was, how did you take to Kelly? <laughs> because like it sounds like you guys couldn't have been more opposite, right? In terms of how you uh, how you handle things. Um, he was a, uh, a terrible influence on my kids. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, no, great, great character. He, uh, of course, that's the answer you're going to give. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, but he's, he is. Character's the right word, yeah. though. Character's the right but he word. But had, he had my kids at, uh, at a race. I forget where it was exactly. But they, they were <laughs> the back of the holler watching. He had a, he had a toonie, and he... Uh, and more than a few, which is a $2 coin, for those who don't know, um, and glued it to the asphalt. Uh-huh. So he had, and they, <laughs> and it was all, it was, yeah. they were hiding let's under the, yeah, yeah, so they're, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Sam and Patrick, hey, let's watch this. Yeah. You know, and uh, <laughs> we had, and then he put one on the end of a fishing line. Nice. Uh, I think it was a, probably a Canadian $5 bill or something. Yeah. And then, yeah. and they're, yeah. yeah. 
That's her next show, Kelly yeah. Collins with children. Yeah, Kelly Collins with <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he actually, Kelly was, uh, uh, Kelly also uh, helped me with my becoming a bit of a watch geek. Oh, neat. So, well, yeah. you, he commented me comment, commented on my watch right away. Yeah. That makes sense yeah. now that Kelly yeah. Collins brought it. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I went yeah. right from a Timex Iron Man to a GMT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rolex. Uh, anyway. So, I'd say, I mean, you look at you look at the Corvette days, especially uh, Kelly Collins, bit of a known partier and fun, you know, guy. Johnny O'Connell's not shy; he's not quiet. And then you've always had this reputation of being like an elder statesman, very mature. <laughs> and so you look at those and driver lineups you had; it's like it's like, oh man, you had to exist because that program <laughs> probably would have taken a tank. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, like uh, cars getting destroyed everywhere. Like I'm guessing if you saw a Johnny O'Connell starting to get into rental car shenanigans, you're probably like, hey, 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 hey. We've done this. Like, let's. Yeah, there was. Um, I'm not sure what we can actually tell, but anyway. We uh, had it. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Uh, there, um, but there's also, you know, that that it's part of the the joy of it all is the different is the different characters, I and mean, we had some great char- characters. You know, the, you know, obviously Johnny and Kelly uh, that were staples, and then and Andy Pilgrim, obviously. Uh, we had Max Pappas, Frank Freon. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to miss some. Um, you know, then Magnuson and Beretta and obviously the winningest driver, Oliver Gavin. Um, but yeah, no, everybody, everybody had, uh, had their time to shine. And, and also, um, yeah, there's, there are times when, yeah, there's, and because I was the oldest, but almost entirely the entire time, because when that, when that, when we started the quarterback program, I was 41. Ah, yeah, yeah, so I was always willing. You got time. Dude, I'm 39. So That's awesome news. You got time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. no, no. It yeah. was yeah, 99 was when we debuted. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it, they were, it, was, it was great fun in the early days, but also, yeah, you had to, yeah, I guess I was in charge of corralling. Yeah, I, I can see that. That makes sense. The, we're not normally a chronological show, but one of the things about your history that is, is really, uh, I just have so many questions about is, you start out doing some karting on your basically out of your own pocket, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't come from a wealthy background. Your dad's no. a an ordained minister. He was an Anglican minister. Yeah. yeah. And so where was that? What's that? Where, where was it? Where was where'd you grow up? Uh, mostly in the Toronto area. Yeah, yeah, I was born in Windsor. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, my dad had a parish uh, a parish in the Windsor area when I was when I was very very young. And then then we ended up in Sarnia, Ontario, for several years. And then he got a parish in Port Huron, Michigan, of all places. And yeah. we were there for three years. Yeah. And ended up moving to Toronto that was sort of between 57 and 69 and then we ended up in the Toronto area in 1969 okay and so um, always that's generally always a Toronto area yeah yeah for sure and your dad made yeah. his living he was a, of, an, an Anglican minister yeah yeah and my my mom was uh, initially a teacher and then yeah. there was way too many kids <laughs> like yeah. five kids is that right yeah, yeah. 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 I'm the oldest of five yeah, yeah. I can see you yeah. as the oldest yeah that adds up yeah what are you saying, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> so not, what I just heard was a, a, a priest or a minister and a teacher, so not a lot of budget for, for racing. No, and with the five kids, yeah. yeah. Race um, fan? Your dad, race fan? Mom, race nope. fan? Um, no, race fans. My, my, uh, my uncle, my mom's brother, he was in a rallying. He, was, he, had, he had cool, you know, cool cars, and, and uh, um, that's, that's where the influence was. Yeah. And he, uh, so he took my brother Rob and I, to the when we so we moved here in uh, Brian Adams summer of '69, <laughs> um, and uh, my uncle and his friend 
John Cross, it was my uncle Chuck McLaren. He uh, he's in the Detroit area, has been for decades. But uh, he and his buddy, his rallying buddy John Cross, who's in Mooresville, North Carolina. Now I spent a lot of time uh, bunking there when I was doing NASCAR. Um, they took my brother and I to the Canadian Grand Prix here in '69. That was uh, sort of the turning point for me. Is uh, it's like, wow, I want to be on the other side of the fence. Easy to say, hard to do. So, yeah, I didn't start. <clears throat> I didn't start karting till I was 15. Um, it, you know, my brother and I both doing paper routes and taking a couple of years to save the money to kind of get Just one. Just to get one, sure, yeah. sure. And he actually, uh, Rob got one first, so yeah. um, he was better at saving money apparently. We're still in years. Yeah, um. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's that's kind of where where uh, where it started, and then. My, my uncle doing the rallying, um, he did, uh, he ended up um, getting a B-Sedan, good old Datsun 510. So that's initially what I got my race license in, was a B-Sedan Datsun 510, way back, 77 maybe? Okay. Something like that. Yeah. 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 So you end up doing some Formula Ford stuff? Yeah, that was, I mean, I loved, I loved open wheel racing. Yeah. Um, being 6'2". <laughs> it, say, that the, didn't the work. one career at six two has got to be a little bit tough. Yeah, yeah. especially in those days. Yeah, yeah. and um, and and the money was was tough, but I but I I loved uh, sixteen hundred. Uh, the and we were back then we were on slicks and um, when was this? Uh, this would have been seventy. I mean, it was a struggle. Uh, seventy eight, seventy eight by nine. Yeah, probably. A, I probably did two or three seasons. Uh, you know, a race here, a race there. I was about to say, cause, I mean, if you could barely afford karting, I mean, by this point you're a little bit older, but it's any form of open wheel racing, even at Formula Ford, it's going to. I be actually expensive. had. I actually had a pretty good job. Okay. Uh, yeah, I went to work for a uh, uh, natural gas company. Okay. Yeah, this and is where I wanted yeah, to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it was, uh, and I ended up being becoming a machine operator, and that because I was, you know, you're starting out as a laborer, you're a teenager out of high school and all right which what pays the most here okay welder machine operator i'll do i'll work on the machine operator side so yeah so that's what i ended up doing was a digging trench with a backhoe and uh <laughs> coincidentally as did my brother rob um but it was that was uh that was a means to the end was uh yeah make, making money doing that and borrowing yeah, yeah I, and by Big I think by, steel. Yeah, yeah, by eighty one, eighty two, I was done. I was in so much debt. Yeah. And living at home, so I was just working to pay it off. So I didn't do anything until trying to chase the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it wasn't so until not done in the sense that you were over it from a, like a mental standpoint. You just knew you couldn't afford to keep going because you couldn't get any more money out of it. No, people. I yeah. was yeah, yeah. and then yeah. yeah, the sponsorship for anything back then was was pretty tough. Yeah. I ended up just working and. Um, until 1985, I went to, uh, there was a new racing school that started up at another track east of here uh, called Shannonville. And Richard Spinard and another French-Canadian businessman, Raymond David, uh, Richard and Raymond started this F2000 school. And I met Richard at the Toronto Auto Show in uh, spring of 85. Yeah, it would have been 85. And I'm thinking, wow, lapping in an F2000 yeah. on slicks? But yeah, what I'm maybe, also hearing yeah. is four years of not driving, paying and off I was, debt, which had to yeah. stop. Yeah, and it was, it was, in a, and I knew in my soul that racing is what I was, that I, I mean, I would just, it was, I, I never stopped thinking about it. Yeah. And if there was ever an opportunity to get in something just to 
drive on the track, you know. But I never, I never, I didn't do any racing. Right. It was somebody needed somebody to shake something, you know, shake a car down, and you do if you're sure. I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. But, so from '81 to '85, you're basically just working as a gas pipeline worker. Yeah. 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 yeah paying it, off, and I was about fifty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's yeah. a real number. In '81. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Worse than that. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 The interest rates back then. <laughs> I had a. Oh, so when you say debt, these were like legitimate, like bank loans. Oh kind yeah. Of thing? Not yeah. just oh, like yeah. my buddy Steve hasn't been paid no. back yet. No. 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 Oh, no. No. Like I, you're affecting whatever Canadians had, have for credit ratings. Well, hell, ruin the economy, Rob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I refused. I I paid everybody off. Sure, there was, sure, sure, yeah, sure. I, that, which is why I ended up working. But yeah, yeah. I the, part of the part of my mistake was I bought because it was still affordable. I bought a brand new Formula Ford in '81, uh-huh. um, and it was if it doesn't appear to be that real, it probably isn't, and it wasn't. Um, it was a it was a it was a Hawk, and it was not. It was an outboard suspension car, and you know it didn't come with a new engine. It didn't come with a new trans. Anyway, it was supposed to. And it was just a dog's breakfast. Anyway, and I and I borrowed all the money for that from uh, from a bank. Yeah. They and um, the interest rate was twenty one and a half percent back then. Oh, Look it up. How, yeah. Look up the interest how, rates from. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, and I'm this high risk. And I was supposed to, when the car was on the track, yep. it was supposed to be insured. I couldn't afford insurance. So, okay, so you just you just hinted at where where my next question was was going to come from because like a, if I'm a banker, uh, I don't think race cars are specifically good investments, especially to a teenager or somebody in their early twenties. Um, in my early twenties, yeah. So if there's one, and I know you're a son of a preacher, and you're like Mr. Toronto, so you're probably not going to go with me here, but ev- nearly everybody we've ever asked. Nearly everybody we've ever asked started their career on a con of some sort. They oh. lied about their age. They lied about their Having racing experience. Having insurance on a racetrack sounds like a so good what, what was what was the story to the bank? Was it for a Formula Ford? Well, it was it was uh, the guy that was selling the who was the dealer uh-huh. for Hawk back then. Yeah, had had an in with. Oh, with this like a particular creditor. bank, so it's oh, his con. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you got con, yeah. but <laughs> it, yeah, basically yeah. I did. Okay. Yes, yes. I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, brand new. I got. Tell you. Yeah. I got screwed, but I did not screw over the bank. I paid them off. Yeah. I paid the and and even my dad at one point he was he sort of takes my we write out my my income and my debt and he goes to an accountant friend and he's, the guy says tell your son to declare personal bankruptcy. <laughs> That's what he needs to do. <laughs> right. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not doing that. I will I will pay these up. Because I had, so my, the crap engine that I had, I ended up getting a new one, which I traded for appliances. Because I still had, I could go. <laughs> I could oh, go. I'm hearing the con now. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. here's, here's coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that last minute, he just found the con. Well, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Uh-huh. It, it came off of my paycheck because this natural gas company had, had, uh, they sold appliances as well. Oh, so, boy. So there was, uh, yeah, so I was uh-huh. able to get the engine with a, I think it was a stove and a, and a fridge. Okay. From the company you worked at. Right. Yes. That yeah, so that ended yeah. up coming off my paycheck. Being and there's the my, back of their truck. Yes, yeah. Right. yeah. 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 So that was delivered. And then, uh, and then I, then there was also a company credit union and I was able yeah. to, yeah. okay, that were, there was probably a con there. Say, oh yeah, this is, yes, I'm doing this for my mother and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Borrow this money. Okay. That was for more stuff we did it we right. did it so, we ruined ron fellows yeah. no that's all right <laughs> I paid ron they, they, no, I, they gave me the money and there was a there was at the company credit union i will tell you that was sitting opposite and i'm try was trying not to smile by 
telling, you know, well, I'm going to do this for my mother's house. And <laughs> she's looking at me going, yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Knowing full well, yeah. that's uh-huh. not what this was for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. but, but the opportunity, uh, things changed when I met Richard. And uh, he was a he was a he was a great mentor for me, um, and and you know getting to go to his racing school, um, and then he had his first year he had this scholarship program, where there was a you know multiple lapping day session where the winner got to do a got the full school series anyway did that uh, did not win it but uh, got down to the final five anyway. Do you remember who uh, did? Yep, a guy by the name of uh, Joe Herger. Yeah, yeah, so. But there was, uh, uh, yeah, it was Claude, uh, in the final five, Claude Bourbonnet was one of them. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Stefan Pru was one of them. And uh, Christian Vandal, who recently passed away tragically, he, he, was, he was pretty good in Atlantic cars. Uh, Stefan went on to Formula 3000 Europe. Bourbonnet is, uh, did very, very well. So uh, it, the winner was none of us. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so anyway, yeah, um, but ended up, ended up uh, befriending Richard and he ended up uh, uh, hiring me to work at the school so I took a huge pay cut from my but I, I left the gas company at the end of 85 and went to work for Richard and then where was your debt at that point I was still in debt yeah um, especially the credit you but it was, no longer working no no for. that was yeah. that was under control uh, yeah, that so okay. that was paid right. off okay. but um, I still had the, I still had the bank loan with the, the, yeah, the with 16 the, uh, the, the yeah. formula Ford right 1600 yeah. um yeah, I still had that debt. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it was making enough money to keep paying that and credit cards. Because <laughs> you're, because, <laughs> yep, yep, but, it's all uh, that, but you're living at home? Yeah, I was, yeah. Okay, I ended yeah, that up, helps. I ended yeah. up, uh, um, my parents split up and my dad was in, it was coincidentally ended up in the Belleville area. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I ended up uh, um, uh, getting a, Getting a room with uh, in their in their house for a while. Yeah, and you're uh, how old at this point? Uh, <clears throat> Eighty-five, so it would have been yeah, twenty-six or seven. So you're yeah. you're now towards the late part of your twenties. You're looking at thirty. You're living yeah. with your dad. Yeah, miles deep and, in debt. And his and his and his uh, second wife. Yeah, her uh, one of her sons. Uh, my stepbrother ended up. We ended up getting an apartment together in Belleville. Oh, cool. <clears throat> so we shared an apartment while we... Because he, he, uh, he had a good credit He had a good credit He had a good... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could design up. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. And I, I think you're right. It was, so Terry... <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty... I'm pretty... Yeah. The lease may have been in Terry's name. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Terry, uh, yeah, and I paid him cash. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's awesome. sad how quickly yeah. I understood that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Um, we should probably stop now. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, long way around the barn. Yeah, yeah, the four years you're working on a gas, so it's like, what are you doing specifically? Like, you're just doing a heavy op, like heavy equipment operator, or yeah, the um, uh, there was the area that I worked in was called new the new construction department. So we would go into uh, an empty subdivision before the roads were built. Okay. So the roads the roads are in, no homes, mm-hmm. right? And we've got to we've got to do the you know the complete the. Uh, uh, put the gas line in for the entire sure. subdivision yeah. not to the homes but just the because 1970s canada like this area is really sort of expanding yes out, yeah. so the infrastructure yeah. is kind of getting laid east out east and west and north yeah, yeah. so yeah, we, yeah. yeah so the the uh, same time as tony tracy is getting painting contracts that's right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 he's hanging so, off the side yeah. of the cn tower yeah. yeah tony was the one that ended up buying my hawk formula ford for paul no. Whoa! Yeah. 
look at that. Look at that. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. You created Paul Tracy. Yeah. You single-handedly made his career. You discovered him. Yeah. So. Not really. Yeah. (laughs) So you're doing construction in these, in these basically brand new neighborhoods that haven't been built yet and you guys yeah. are basically building the infrastructure for all the gas yep. gas yeah, lines so we, and everything yeah we go in and it was it was uh yeah i think it was like two inch diameter plastic pipe so i would be i would you know they would be they would stake out where and these and all these roads and and i did the trenching and uh with tobacco and you were you know just a couple of feet of depth three feet yeah and it was um when i got when i was in the early days of the 1600 and doing that one of the foreman that i ended up working for was very sympathetic in my racing yeah yeah and i would rather than take my three weeks i think it was three weeks holidays i i made a deal with him well can i have occasional fridays and mondays here's what i'm doing copy yeah and And a trade for yeah, yeah yeah and then there were there were there were days where he would actually when i'd used up that <laughs> right he yeah. would he would uh he had faith in my ability to, yeah. to to be quick about the my trenching. Sure, sure. Okay, so he yeah. would, if you can get me, like on a Friday, for instance, I had to go off to a race somewhere. Right. If you can get me this much, this many feet by oh, you know, like eighteen hundred feet by noon. Yeah. All good. You'll you're good because yeah. it'll take them the rest of the day to yeah, yeah, yeah. to, to the put it in. Now, yeah. Well, yeah. didn't create good feelings with the. Why are you going so fast? Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah. But it's anyway. like, oh, you're going to go play race car. We're going to stay here in the that, heat. But that creates yeah. an addendum. So we always have a thing that's, uh, you know, there's there's a couple lessons that are learned in nearly every episode, which is start on a con always. Um, but but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. part part two is always be likable um, because the people that are likable, typically their careers have longevity because there's inevitably a bad spot right. where somebody helps you. But I think there's an addendum, which you're, you just keyed on is be likable, but especially be likable to the right people. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, right. yeah, yeah. Well, but, uh, there's plenty with, of those along the way. Yeah. So it's it's, it's yeah. very common as you get into your mid twenties to start looking at what you're doing and go, "Shit, is this the rest of my life?" Well, I was going to say, yeah, it had to be because you've driven race cars, you've done some yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, and yeah, yeah. Not doing anything like that. Backhoe operator. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, backhoe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was, uh, yeah, I'm, my mother would tell you I was miserable, because <laughs> um, that's really I I really felt like that's what I. I should be doing and and was somehow destined to make a living racing cars. That's all I wanted to do. So um Is bitterness seeping at all at this point? As you get closer to twenty four, twenty five. Oh, what do you mean? Like were you getting bitter, like why not me? Why am I not getting Oh I see, yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah. you're out of the car for a few months, okay, no, no, fine. No, but by no, year three you're like, What the you know, yeah, like, I deserve yeah. and I deserve no. better than I'm getting and this is no, like no, life not is at all. Yeah, no, 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 no. I just was okay, we just the goal i gotta pay this i gotta pay this down till i can get so i can right. put some more money in the bank yeah. to, and, and basically to get a bigger 80, credit line in 85 yeah <laughs> <laughs> in 85 to go to the to spinard school and do his lapping and then read, you know sign up for the scholarship thing and then i ended up doing the first the first weekend of his racing series anyway okay. but that was it and then i then i was out of money how'd you talk away into that did you pay for it or i did, did. Oh, okay. i did i paid for it yeah credit card there you um, go. Yeah, you know we became friends, and then he ended up hiring me to work at the school. And then the the big turning point was GM at Canada, and and a number of the there was the tobacco companies got were heavily getting into it, and and particularly at the the entry level. So so players ended up hooking up with General Motors, and created the Players GM Challenge, <clears throat> and it was uh, 
They were showroom stock, Camaros, and Firebirds. You could put a six-point cage in them, racing seat, window net, drive them to the track. Fully street stock, yeah. Yeah, and it paid six grand to win. Oh, wow. Oh, this no, is, that's not a bad deal. And this started in 86. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So while, while working at the school, this Richard and I go after this in the winter of 86, yeah. early in the winter. There's this big announcement in Toronto about this series with players and General Motors. Yeah. And yeah, you're guess what? It. GMAC would finance the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm in. Keep hearing a thing here. Because <laughs> so, at this point, like you're you're now 27 or so, 28, yeah. and um, I'm guessing at the 28, at, 20, yeah, at, you're right. at 28 and six foot two, I'm guessing F1 is not a not on the cards. No, it, you. It, and, and you, yeah, that dream died. So what's, a long so time what's ago, the dream yeah. at this point? Is it just I want to be a paid professional driver, or yes. I just want to drive as a hobby and I'll just do what I can to pay uh, for well, it? Well, it was just uh, there's got to be a way to, to do this somehow and, yeah. and get into a category that was somewhat affordable, that was marketable, and some level of equality with the equipment. Okay, that that and, sounds very much like I, yeah. I want to be a pro driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Well, that and, is. The, and the and uh, some advice that I got from. So Harvey Hudis was one of the original owners of, of Mosport, and and um, and I, you know, I would talk to Harvey on occasion, and the best advice he gave me was, Ron, forget about open wheel. You need to go sports car racing because if if you're any good, one of the manufacturers is going to find you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then you know the this sedan series started up, and and it was uh, it was a real boom period for for. Canadian racing. You had three different tobacco companies involved with three different brands. So you had one one brand was sponsoring an F two thousand series, and you had and Rothmans was with Porsche the nine four fours, and then players with uh, General Motors, and they all and it was all unheard of levels of prize money. Yeah, so, six grand. I mean, that's still. A good oh yeah, no, no, yeah. it was it was it was awesome. Yeah, because it, I think our, I think the cost on a weekend were probably three. Oh yeah, yeah, you're yeah, making money. Yeah. yeah, so so GMAC will finance it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And is is the Ron Fellows math? Well, if I get this much off of what I'm going to win, because I'm clearly going to win against what I owe, this will pay for itself. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I understand this math at 28 sure. um, or 44. And, and Richard was all over this because here's a guy who was Gilles Villeneuve's teammate in Formula Atlantic. He'd done Can-Am and Trans-Am and had won. And just kind of didn't get the break he needed to get a full-time ride, but super talented. And um, he's looking at this. He's got this racing school. Now there's these three series, and he did all three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there yeah. was yeah. yeah. There were. I don't know if he ever won all three championships. I'm sure he probably did. I just yeah. don't remember. Sure. sure. Yeah. But for sure, two out of three was pretty regular for him. Okay. And um, and he was you know for all of us who were relatively new at this, um, he was indirectly for some uh, a great mentor because he was because of his level of experience and skill. Yeah. And just I mean, he's in. one of the craftiest, smartest, pure racers I've ever raced against. Yeah. And um, but anyway, he uh, and he was and like super helpful for me. So the in 86, when this when the Players GM series started, um, his partner Ray David, he wanted to be part, so they had a tractor trailer and Richard. And this is a single driver series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah they were like your own they were like fifty mile races. Okay. Yeah. And um, so Ray was Ray was driving. 
uh, Richard and Richard had a Formula 2000 team, so they were they were doing. So they both. had all the infrastructure. Yeah, they had the, yeah, the, and and obviously the facility at, at Shannonville, and so I was the I was able to park under their tent and. The school paid my entry fees, which was nice. Oh, nice. Okay. And, so you had a sponsor. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So I had I had the you know the racing school, and that was that was it. And we had a, a dealer sponsor, uh, Golden Mile. It doesn't exist anymore. They were super helpful, uh, particularly for me. The the very first race, which was at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Mosport. Yeah. You you can just say Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. We understand. Seventy six cars. They sold seventy six cars. So there were wow. there were. There was like a heat race to make the feature. Wow! And, and uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was super competitive. So, were you wrenching your own car? I mean, under you're under their tent, but is it is this your car and you've got to work on it? I was terrible at that. One of the guys that was working on the other stuff would come over and jack the car up, and we do wheels and tires because that was really all you did. And huh. and GM had a huge parts truck there. They had they actually had spare cars if you needed them. Okay. Yeah. Um, and but, profitable. Yeah. You know, it was, it was great. I forget where he finished in the first race. I remember being disappointed qualifying fifth in uh, the very first race. And Richard was like, Ronnie, don't be an idiot. He goes all the way down to the bottom. You could be this guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that. that was mm-hmm. called perspective. Yeah. I, still, I still say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, Richard, Richard was really good at it. The, the brakes were an issue with these cars initially. And uh, particularly uh, when we went to Toronto for the street race, they they overheat and you basically lost front brakes. If you if you didn't know how to manage, yeah, it, right. Most of us didn't. Richard did. Yeah, yeah. And the guy and, that drives everything all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it it was he and he 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 told me the technique. It took me a while to figure it out. And um, and it was and it really it did a lot for me in term you know, in terms of my career down the road in terms of uh, being the guy that that was the the easiest on brakes the guy that could take care because of stuff. yeah because yeah. you know you, you also sense when brakes are getting too hot and the key was time on the pedal and 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 in a, in a momentum car yeah you don't that want had that had limited brake uh, uh, capacity yeah you learn how to go fast without using the brake pedal and 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 limiting so basically it was it was as soon as it was time to turn the wheel you get off the brake pedal so um anyway it uh the toronto race was a turning point the wrong way for me where i lost brakes ah. and i you know all i had was rear and i spun in an area by the train station the go train the commuter train mm-hmm. station there and i i hit and they weren't protected walls oh. i backed into a wall oh, yeah. i crushed this thing yeah and uh and it hurt hurt my neck i mean i was just it was just sore a very sore neck, but the car was junk. I mean, I backed this thing in pretty good, and uh, I missed one or two races. The dealership fixed the car, and I told them, "My guys, I got no money. I can't do it." Yeah, we'll get this thing fixed for you. And really, Golden okay. Mile. Yeah, Scott Roundtree at the time he was the dealer principal. I forget how I might have missed a couple, <clears throat> but the next the next event was. Uh, the uh, trioval at San Air in Quebec, seven eighths mile trioval. So we were actually going to do an oval race. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, the paint's still wet on this car. Do I want to go off to an oval? Yeah, right. And do this. And um, <clears throat> long story short, I ended up winning that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it was that the that first year of the series they actually had two races live on TV on what used to be one of the big networks here, CTV. CTV had wide, uh, wide World Sports. They had the Wide World Sports rights up in Canada, and it was um, the Toronto Indy, and uh, it was the Molson Indy Quebec, Saint Air, and uh, that was live. And I ended up winning that one. Oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Chris Economaki yeah. was doing the color commentary. Yeah, that's for, the for that ever. race. Yeah. yeah, and I ended up, Chris ended up helping me get uh, a visa into the U.S. Oh, no way to go racing a few years later. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. what a guy! <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Such a cool dude. Yeah. Well, in this time, I mean, this is now mid to late '80s, but like, you're just coming off of the several-year Villeneuve hype through the late 70s and early 80s. So I assume at this point, like, Canadian motorsport is a is a prominent thing that maybe wasn't on the radar that much earlier. You know, we had uh, Canadian Tire Corporation got involved because yeah. they ended up supporting uh, Gilles' brother Jacques yeah. in, in Can-Am and then IndyCar. Yeah. Then Molson Indy started, now the Honda Indy, um, started in 86. There were two IndyCar races in Canada back then as well as, as, well as Formula One. So winning that race was uh, significant for, for me for a few reasons. The president of a Canadian mutual fund company was sponsoring another car in that series and, and ended up getting uh, helping Ludwig Heimrath Jr. and Scott Goodyear in uh, IndyCar. Okay. And saw me win that race at Santa. It was the last corner, last lap pass thing. Yeah. And he just thought that was the greatest thing. And it, we met. And he ended up being uh, Jim O'Donnell was the president uh, then. And he, you know, for both Scott and I in particular, where he was a... He was an, another great mentor. He yeah. well, you're good at talking to finance people. By this point, <laughs> mutual <Sorry>. funds. <laughs> I was I was the wrong guy to try to sell any mutual funds to. <laughs> sure. What would you like me to buy that with? Yeah. <laughs> but he plays a key role for you and Scott Goodyear in terms of funding early. What what? I mean, obviously you had the, the result you had, but was there something specific that you think that you brought to the table? Well, um, the you know the the popularity of, of particularly the the GM series. Um, with its with its TV package and venues, Richard ended up getting a sponsorship from Canadian Tire Corporation, and it would be a two car team. So he picked me to be his teammate. And in, in this is eighty seven. So now this is cool. I'm, yeah. Now, well, you know, now you're uh, actually seeing the path of oh, this I, could I'm, be real I'm, I'm working at his racing school. Yeah. And the racing is the racing's paid for. Yeah. So life is uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now and I even have my own apartment in Belleville. Made <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah, my, exactly. yeah, my, my, I guess it would be uh, uh, stepbrother Terry. Terry Moffat ended up kicking me out because he wanted to rent, have a have an apartment with his with his girlfriend. Yeah, oh, <laughs> so, man, that'll do that. Yeah. He wanted a life. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, um, which meant before he talked to you, there had been seven conversations prior. With oh his yeah, like I gotta like, do something about this guy. Yeah, like, <laughs> how long is he gonna be here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought he was going out tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when does uh, Linda come into the picture? Uh, a few years later. Okay. Yeah, 1990. Okay, um, got it. Man, I was really hoping you guys were like high school sweethearts because her stories would have been. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Then he was a gas pipeline yeah, worker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, there was there was. Uh, you've got some you've got some grounded roots at this point. Well, yeah, yeah. and and I think you know the, <clears throat> the the couple of girlfriends that I had previously were, I'm sure thought I was a complete idiot. So. You know, like, what are you doing? You're chasing the racing dream. Yeah. Yeah. Really, uh, yep. yeah Hi. How you doing? Spending, <laughs> all, you're spending all your money on, on yeah. trying to trying to live this dream. It's, yeah. at, what time, at what point is this actually going to pay off? Right. 
Right. right. Well, because yeah. by the time, I mean, this is something we've everyone is faced who pursues racing. By the time you're like 28 or 29, like <laughs> if you're talking to a lady, um, like it's you're the the loser boyfriend that's still paying off debts to go race some <laughs> obscure thing, and like th- by 28, like there are dudes that are courting that have real jobs. With real I street a, cars, I had an apartment that had a beanbag chair. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I, had, I had a I had a table that had at least two chairs in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and a bed. Yeah, what, what else you need? need? Yeah, yeah, Correct. living. And I, I had a I had a Chevy S10 pickup, and everything that I owned fit Could in the pickup. <laughs> it was a good thing. All right, so so you're going through this. So wait, so back to to uh, your now wife. So what was 99, 1990 Ron Fellows like? So I'm just. Um, I ended up heading in the direction of Trans Am, yeah, right. um, partially because in 87, driving for Richard, they're um, driving with Richard in the, the Motormaster uh, Camaro team in the in the GM series. We would run at Ben Mosport twice a year, mm-hmm. and I think at least twice. And, uh, w- you know, uh, one of the weekends was the, in the fall was with Trans Am. Mm-hmm. And on the practice day, uh, Gordy Oftedal, who Richard had driven for, uh, comes looking, comes into our paddock area. Hey, where's uh, where's Richard? Oh, he's he's in his F2000 car. Oh, oh I need somebody to shake down my Trans Am cars. And Ray looks over, and I'm actually standing there wearing my suit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he says, well, Ron can probably help you out. Yeah. And Gordy looks at me, and he's looks at the name on my the waistband of my yeah. my suit, and he goes, Ron Pellet. Huh. I heard of you. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, thanks for the vote of confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, so yeah. he had he had two Buick Somersets. Okay. That, they were V8 okay. powered. Yep. And uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was like, I mean, that the first time you drive something impressionable, like the first like time. Like a big was, car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, but this, this thing with, I don't know, it was. 550 horsepower, probably. Weighed 2,500 pounds. Oh, yeah. What was the Camaro? The, the the Camaro that you've been driving. Spe- oh, spec wise. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was pure stock. Okay, yeah. so was, nowhere yeah. close. No, no. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was yeah. yeah, thirty, probably thirty-two or thirty-three hundred. Yeah. All of two hundred and thirty yeah. horsepower. Oh, okay, maybe? okay. Yeah. So twenty-six hundred tires. Three tires. Yeah, so twenty-six hundred exactly. pounds. Five fifty yeah. horsepower. Yeah. About yeah. a minute forty. Compared to a minute twenty. Yeah. Right. At, yeah. At, yeah. At, okay. At most yeah, yeah. 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 So, anyway, he um, so he has two cars uh-huh. and he has uh, two two uh, gentleman drivers, and who hadn't arrived for the practice day, so I jump in one, and go out and do some laps and 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 it's just just man this you know the the grip from uh-huh. these big slicks yeah, yeah. and all the power, and. Um, uh, so I, I jumped in the one, and I you know, probably did four or five laps and maybe six. And, and I'm on pace lap time-wise. The the lap time that I did in the one car would have put us in the top ten. Oh, nice. In yeah. qualifying later in the weekend. So, you know, at that point we were probably early top five or six. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Gordy's like, ah, you got any money? <laughs> you know, no. So I, yeah. Yeah, you know, if you get you, and it was not a lot of money, says so I, I can, I can put you in one of these this weekend. Yeah, right. Yeah, I can do I'm that like, for you. Yeah, I'm like I, yeah. can't do it, but we'll do another one. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, ended up doing Road Atlanta. Oh, cool. Later, later in the year, because any, and I think it was, I think, I think I, I paid for the tires. Yeah, yeah. So and where I got the money for that was in 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 that GM series days, uh, to discourage 
tampering and cheating, besides that the drive lines were sealed, mm-hmm. uh, you had to post a $5,000 bond. Oh. Uh, so that was not easy to initially get. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. To be yeah. able to so put to that get that back is pretty critical. When I got that at the end of the, yeah. got that back in the end of the season, there was my, the, yeah, there was my money to go to Rhode Island and drive, that's, drive that's, this. They made Buick you prepay Somerset. your penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah you get, yeah, if you yeah. got caught, and yeah. it was a legitimate cheat, yeah. you forfeited the five thousand yeah. dollar bond. Prepaid yeah. penalties. Huh. Yeah. yeah, interesting approach. But anyway, so I ended up going to Rhode Atlanta, and it worked out really well. I ended up, I. Finished fourth. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And actually, it was the first normally aspirated car. They were they were turbo cars ahead of us. Porsche, Americour, and one of the Nissans. Yeah. 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 Coincidentally, Paul Newman. Uh, we have a we have a throwback bit we have to do. For the running gag? No, no, it's a throwback running gag because Johnny O'Connell was his teammate. Oh, right. So yeah. How well, was it? Gonna, how uh, was it being teammates with somebody that was a second faster than you every time? Pardon? <laughs> a second faster than me? Oh, Every, it's just a question. Yeah, yeah. 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 From yeah. what we've heard from Johnny, Johnny and only Johnny. Second faster than me? Everywhere Everybody. he's ever been. Yeah. Everybody. Oh. Everything he's ever done, he was a second faster. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> so you do, you do the Trans Am thing. Uh, you end up getting a race one of those Mercurs. Was that an X-Roush chassis? It was a, it was a Roush deal. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, you, yeah, so yeah. Uh, at that event in 87, um, met Lee White. And so I got the next year, uh, got invited to uh, a test, and uh, but didn't get to ride. But I ended up, uh, so I was in, in, the G, in the Players' GMC. I hadn't won the championship yet. Uh, I ended up sucking in the championship, and then, I, and then I went off and did my own team with my brother starting in 88. And we, end, we ended up getting Firebirds. But it was like unfinished business. Got to get, got to win this championship, you know. Um, and I won in '88. I won in the Firebird. I won the Montreal Grand Prix event support race with the GM Series, and then I won Toronto. So you're making, you're winning all the headline things, especially yeah. in front of the so crowd. Yeah. So the so the the whole relationship thing, yeah, started with with uh, you know the couple of re- relationships that started with with the race with the racing school because it ended up uh, I ended up with Sunoco Canada. I ended up with them as a sponsor in '88, because one of the one of the uh, uh, partners in this in an agency had been at the racing school. Oh, nice! He yeah, had yeah. this, so he tells me, Brad Brown was his name. Stack of, you know, mile high of, of proposals, mine being one of them, but leafing through it. Oh, Ron Fellows. Oh yeah, he was at the race. That's how that started. Really, just because you were an instructor at the thing he was at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he recognized right. the name. And, and I'm guessing you were like. I'm guessing you were likable. You won't say it, but right. I will. Yeah. That, that, like you didn't stick out just because of your name. No, like, no, like it was just it was just a coach. No, yeah. no, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, whatever. He recognized it was a right. name that he recognized yeah. from the does school. not take compliments well. Yeah, this, God, this is all I've out of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy though. Are you guys <laughs> done now? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> it was uh, it was it was certainly not a big budget the first year, um, and we had my S10. Extended cab pickup truck was our. That's your big rig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Stacked with wheels and jacks yeah. and tools, and yeah, he drove man. the cars yeah. to the track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so cool. Well, yeah, That's but so, um, cool. so McKenzie, so McKenzie Financial was was in the president Jim and all. We we kept in touch, but he already had a guy that was he was sponsoring, and I, you know, I'm not going to go down that road, but but I but I thought, you know what? The very first race, you know, I had I talked to him. He said he was coming to the very first race. 
So I put his name on the car anyway. Right. And this is the same McKenzie that was on all the, like, the Scott Goodyear Indy cars and all that. Yeah, so yeah. McKenzie Financial. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I had McKenzie Financial on, on, on my car. I mean, Sunoco was the, was the primary, and I made McKenzie Financial and one of their, one of the name of one of their funds, on, and I put it on the car. The, the nice thing about the Firebird was the nose. Man, it was lots of billboards. Giant billboards. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, I'm P1 in, I think it was qualifying. Here comes, here comes Jim O'Donnell over to see me. <laughs> and, he's, and he's got the sheet. And he says, eh, man, pretty good. And he sees the, oh. And he looked at me and says, how much is this going to cost me? Oh. oh. Good and, answer. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a great question. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a great question. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh oh, what can you? What do yeah. you think you can yeah. afford? Yeah, anyway, he he uh, he threw out a number, and I said done. Yeah. And he was so that anyway. Did you later regret that? That you said done too quickly? No. Okay. okay. No, not at all. Yeah. No, that's, that's a little <laughs> no, no, close no. to home. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Close yeah. Home no, it was it yeah, was yeah. it was okay. it was supplementary, but this is what he was offering. But this yeah. was yeah. He You're was, not he looking was, to gift horse in the He mouth. was no. Yeah. He was happy, and my brother and I were happy. We got yeah. You know, this is another. Ten sets of tires or whatever. Yeah, right, right, right. Then, right you know? yeah. So, um, but the the best part was that the after after I'd won the Toronto Indy, he did a they did a big uh, uh, newspaper ads, and he was just thrilled because you know they had customers. Oh, event, so now he's Indy promoting car. you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, well, he's promoting the fact that they're involved, right? Right, but you're benefiting from yeah. this. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and Sunoco was doing win win ads were a big thing. That was that was kind of the, yeah. the the big deal. They need to come for back. a while. Was win ads, win ads. Got to yeah. do win ads. Yeah. Um, as a, as a reward, he sponsored me for two Trans Am races in 88. Yeah. So that was, and then, you know, and I had plenty of connections with General Motors here in Oshawa, but I'm looking around and the team that was the most successful with multi-car, with a multi-car effort was Jack Roush. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. So I ended up, um, doing a deal for, uh, Road America and our place. So this is like August and then September. So they were, yeah, uh, basically towards the end of the season. Right. But so it's basically, I, I got these two shots. Yeah. So I got to yeah. get So like, yeah. loyalty aside, yeah. I got to go where I'm going to win. Yep. Yeah. Or, or at least or do, well. Know, do well. Do yeah. well, potentially. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, so I ended up, uh, I can't remember where I, I think I, I qualified. I know I qualified in the Fast Five because Hans Stuck was on the pole. And I'm like. Heard of him. Yeah. I'm in this Fast Five with Hans Stuck, and I'm asking him for his autograph and. Anyway, um, and I think that's where I ended up finishing was, was P5. Um, At Red some, America? Yeah, in yeah. 88. Yeah, 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 Trans Am. I think I ended up P5. But we went to uh, Mosport then and uh, for that race, and um, I ended up on the pole, and then I broke a turbo. But I still managed to stay. I think I still ended up. I wasn't P. I don't think I was P2, but P3. You finished third. Did I finish third? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This, I remember. It was a record. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the, Jack wouldn't let me go. And, and Darren was like, <laughs> and you could run multiple sets of tires. And, yeah. like, Brassfield's coming in, and yeah. he's going again. And yeah. Jack was like, no, no, you just stay right here. Was that playing the BOP? I think so. Yeah. 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 In, in the 80s. 19- yeah. 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 So this yeah. is nothing new. Everybody on the internet, yeah. calm down. Yeah, yeah this yeah. has always existed. But so. that thing was so fast. It would yeah. spin the rear tires up yeah. the back straight That's in awesome. fifth. That's awesome. Shifting four yes. or five. Four or five shift. Yeah. Just so much power. So... 89 
you know, my brother and I, we've now got a really good sponsorship from Sunoco, McKenzie, and, uh, and a Chevy dealer that is in my neighborhood today. In the, in the GM series. In the GM series. Yeah, we yeah. got so real budget, sort of lower division two car. Thing, we yeah. have a spare car. Imagine right. that. What? Yeah. But you're not yeah. going to make a living at this, but you're paying for your expenses. We made a living from it. Oh, you really are at this point. Oh yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah. You're actually doing okay. Oh you yeah. Have a spare car, you better be getting paid. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. At, at the, so Here, here's the crazy thing. Sure. We, I think it, I, you know, I, we had a fraction of the sponsorship in '88, and I won, I think, three races, and I think I won the same number of races. I won the championship in '89, and we had five times as much money. Yeah. Wow. And guess how much we had at the end, left at the end of the year? Well, I can guess. Yeah. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, it was, yeah, we yeah, spent right. it all. Yeah, yeah we spent yeah. it all. You know, we yeah. had a fraction the year before we spent all that. Yeah, yeah. Got, you know, still managed to win. Yeah. But anyway, the, the McKenzie thing was still, a, was still out there as an opportunity to, as a reward. Same deal. A two-race, two-race deal. And, um, and, then, and then we went to, we came here. And I'm racing the, the GM the, in the GM Series championship on the line, and it was a terrible, terrible weather weekend. With those cars, lap one is you're going to be your best lap. Yeah, sure. And so my and my brother would follow, and uh, we we always worked to be first in line. You know, as soon as you could get to that, we were we were ready the session before. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as you, you could get to up. the yeah, so we were lining up. In the pre-line to get to pulse the false grid yeah, yeah, yeah. to be first in line. So we qualifying starts and go coming off of turn ten as we're coming up to turn one. I was like, oh, it's wet, and turn one didn't have the runoff that it, <laughs> and I hit big. Yeah, and there was a actually the the guardrail there was a little bit of a runoff, but as you got to the tunnel, it came back at ninety degrees. But it was protected by tires, but I hit it Oof. door in, yeah. and this thing. Flipped in the air and landed on its roof. Yeah, and uh, and then the next thing I'm thinking, here comes the next I, one. Yeah, yeah. where's yeah. my What's brother? Yeah, he yeah. went. He went straight in. Yeah, so he did. Fortunately, didn't do as nearly as much damage. But then I'm worried about other cars. And yeah. sure enough, another just clipped and spun me around. Anyway, but I was I I hurt. It it hurt it hurt my side. And um, anyway, they took me to the hospital, checked my ribs, and I missed. I was doing the Trans Am thing, and I missed. I ended up getting one practice in, and then I had to jump straight, and I missed another practice. I ended up going straight in and qualifying. I think I qualified seventh. But um, yeah, anyway, long way around the barn. I ended up starting at the back with uh, with our backup car in, that, in the gym series, and I won the championship. I Yeah, whatever pain I had in my ribs, uh, this was a non-issue. Yeah, yeah. So, so now I get, I get to jump in the Trans Am car. I think I started seventh. And... Um, I ended up putting extra padding on one side. Well, the crew guys were really helpful. And then, um, yeah, I ended up winning. <laughs> I won the race. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, only like three yeah. or four start. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so the president, McKenzie, was there. And that was just all McKenzie, that, that, that car. And um, Jack was there. And he, one of the very few compliments that Jack would hand out, he sort of leaned in the window and he's like, Hey, you play pretty good, hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was That's awesome. that was that. The best part of all of this is uh, my wife Linda. She worked at McKenzie. No way! Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's, how, that's how this all that's works. That's how we met. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. Big yeah. hero. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she didn't yeah. stand a chance. Yeah. No. So, you, 
your she game know, was winning know, races. She didn't know a damn thing about car racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the hard part was Jim Jim O'Donnell, the then president. Mm-hmm. He had he had a thing about you know employees and relationships. So yeah. I literally we were we were we were dating, uh-huh. and I finally over some cocktails with Jim. I finally said, Jim, I'm I got to tell you, I'm dating Linda Stewart who works in customer service. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh no, is this going to cost goes. me a sponsorship? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Oh, she's lovely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <was> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Nice. That's so a good we, deal for you. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 She's um, been an incredible partner. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was still in the late 80s. Still had some debt. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I was now making, I was, we were now getting some sponsorship, but I still had leftover. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she, she was way better. You know, I had receipts in a She was box. an adult. Yes. <laughs> You were and you were a race car driver. Well said, and Ryan. I'm saying this because I know. Yeah. Who, like she works yeah. at like a funding company. You know what I mean? Like at a the mutual fund. fund. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. So yes. she's, she's, she's an adult. Yes. Yes. Uh, we are all well children said. still at this table. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Oh no, there's no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Uh, but but on that on that level, like like I'm a big believer in timing on a lot of these things. Had you like yes, you're still in debt, but now you're winning races. Uh, I don't know if it, deep inside you if this has gone away, but the kind of concept of imposter syndrome is probably fading a little bit. By this point, and uh, I have to wonder if if the Ron fellows of two years prior had met her, if it would have timed the same way. As you say, timing is everything. Yeah. Did you make a first move? Yes. Oh, what was it? What was your game? I like the smirk. There's a story. <laughs> uh, well, I got introduced to her by one of the one of the sales guys at McKinsey. Right. Trackside? No, I was okay. at an event at a McKinsey event. Okay. And uh, it was her birthday. Apparently, so I actually yeah. I met her on her birthday. Okay, and um, <laughs> and uh, um, she it was her birthday, and, and this guy introduces us, and oh, you, you got to give her a kiss because she's it's her birthday, and I'm like, that would not fly yeah. in 2023. Remember, so. remember the Back 80s. To, remember when I said timing is everything? <laughs> yeah. I'm a Wait, did this guy know what he was doing? The introducer was he setting you up? Or yeah, was oh, he it? was. He was setting me oh, up. He was. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, so this guy's, yeah. This guy's okay. manipulating. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, he's he's he sees, thinking this this could this could work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he was kind of jumping the gun to some. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway, we just you know I, I ended up uh, you know we hung out a little bit at this event, and um, yeah, no, I fell head head over heels in love, no question. Yeah. And uh, um, <clears throat> I I wasn't sure if it was. <laughs> Reciprocal, but sure, uh, right. Yeah. 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 In the end, it worked out fine. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we hit it off right away. So we're we're instantly talking about, uh, you know, what the future would look like, yeah. and and um, uh, marriage and the racing thing, and and she was fully supportive. She, she I mean, she she didn't know much about it, yeah. but she was fully supportive. Mm-hmm. You know, going into the, the ninety season, where there was a possibility of of getting an opportunity with Jack, didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They, uh, there was a whole debacle with Steve Celine. I went to the first race. Um, I'm not sure how he remembers it, but yeah. I remember, yeah. you know, yeah. basically this isn't happening for me. Yeah. And I got nothing. Yeah. Um, so I went to the first race, and it was that the first Trans Am race of the year was uh, on the docket with uh, F1 in Phoenix. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 right. That's right. Jack's running four cars. And and I go to him and I'm like, about in tears. Like I got nothing, Jack. 
And like anything, please help me out. Like, is there something? Eh, I feel bad for you. Let me see what I can do. And so he, uh, after after Phoenix, I go to I go to see him in Dearborn, and he says, I think I, I think we can get, we can do something for you. You'll be in a fifth the fifth car. Won't be all the races, but we'll do as many as we can. And it's going to be Motocraft and a company called AER Manufacturing. And uh, and Jack says to me, you know, the AER folks are real nice people. They're, uh, and he tells me about their business, you know, the uh, small components and, and engine remanufacture. They have contracts with Ford and blah, blah, blah. And uh, they have, you know, they're super nice people. They're in Addison, Texas. And he said, you know, if they, if they take a legging to you, they'll probably stick with you. Code. So that was yeah, not subtle code. Sitting, sitting yeah. here now, yeah, yeah. Know what we know. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, amazing. Yeah, and it's, I think we ended up doing nine or ten. Yeah, you know, Ford, Ford was in tough. Yeah, trying to trying to beat them in ninety, and uh, and it was it was just an impossibility. Tommy was dominant. Yeah, yeah Chris yeah. won races. Yeah. Sure. Now we we talked about Kelly Collins earlier and how. <laughs> A little bit of oil and water in terms of how you are and how Kelly is. You want to talk about Dorsey? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly where yeah. I was going. Yeah. Oh, how, yeah. how did you yeah. and Dorsey get on? Um, oh, no, I mean, great. Uh, Dorsey's just uh, as, as, you know, salt of the earth. Yeah. He just but Dorsey isn't waiting two days to call a girl back. Dorsey's not calling a girl back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <laughs> he... Uh, when we first met, I think it was Stroh's the beer sponsor yeah. with, <laughs> with yeah. Rush back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I had I had this policy of no alcohol a week of a race, a week, oh, week so, of a race. So <laughs> your your bottle to throttle is days. It's a week. Oh, yeah. a week. It's a week. Yeah. It's a week. Yeah. One week bottle to yeah. throttle. Yeah, yeah. And Dorsey's is. Do you remember? Four hours? I think he it was liked, four. He, he yeah. liked his beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he he was more along his his. His uh, prescription was more along the lines of Dick Trickles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How many okay. laps we got to do? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and I think he knew when we first met, that was in, in, in 89. And, you know, he had to know that he got the ride. I didn't in 89. And what I was trying to do, I'm going to beat him. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, anyway, I was, I was in a pop-up, not under the big top. Wow! Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The easy up. That is yeah. the message. There's no capacity yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we, um, you know, the the Bob and Helen McGraw, who uh, you know, Bob, it's Bob McGraw. Uh, his father started AER Manufacturing in, in Addison, Texas, and they were just the nicest, most accommodating people, and and uh, super generous. Um, yes, we hit it off, and we got our, you know finally delivered something for them it was a a podium at Watkins Glen Trans Am in 90 that was the first one yeah and then and then Ford Ford pulled the plug on on uh, funding they had but they had a really healthy contingency program so in 91 I did most of the season with Jack but it was pretty much sometimes just me and we had we had sponsorship from AER and McKenzie helped out some and then uh, we were you know being the fastest Ford, uh, we were getting most of the contingency money, but it just, it just wasn't gonna. Yeah, yeah. this is clearly we're gonna be. Here and to and, do and it. you know, Jack and I butted heads on occasion because I mean I knew I knew what he needed. You know, in order for him to get the level of funding needing needed to do it right, not necessarily win, but do it right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had to, he had to play the game to a certain degree. So I, I moved on. 
uh, Tom Goy had was had started his team. Tom was a former champion, and Ford got back in. I was able to, you know, get both AER and McKenzie to help, and um, and we ran, ran with Tom and starting in '92, and it was and were you married? We still weren't married yet. But the thing, yeah, with with Linda, the the deal was she, you know. Been to the, she could see what this nomadic lifestyle mm-hmm. was like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a few and, years. And yeah. all in nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's a feast or famine. Yep. And um, but she, she, she was all in. But the deal we made was that we would always travel together as a family. So when we started, you know, we we had kids, um, Lindsay, and then. So she's not Sam. working at this point. Yeah, she's still at McKenzie. Yeah. And she could travel with you. Yeah. She knows the president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, and he likes you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On her merit, she got. No, I understand. But typically, like, typically, I was there, and she would fly in on a Friday night. Yeah, sure. You know, sure. sometimes with, you know, a kid in tow. So. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we we uh, you know that was and then she ended up yeah when I when I when I started driving for Tom I got a real salary. That's the first the first year that we're seeing a real salary, yeah. like a real salary, yeah. Yeah. consistent pay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hear that, kids? Yeah, I got. Hear that, yeah. everybody that Instagram yeah. messages me. And four years <laughs> of backhoe trenching. Yes. Yeah. So yes. yeah, Man. and God knows how much debt. The uh, that sort of the next turning point for me was the Detroit the Detroit Trans Am race mm-hmm. on Belle Isle '94, where it was the sponsored by Chevy. And you're racing the Ford still. I'm still yeah. racing the Mustang. Yeah, and ended up winning. Yeah. And um, Herb Fischel's on, and, and Herb's told this story, but he, he's on the podium giving me the trophy. And literally out of the side of his mouth, yeah. says, how do we get you in a Chevy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, call me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and then that's how that started. Yeah. yeah. So by, this was June of 94. Well, you say it started from that, but it really started from you getting to that. In the yeah. sense of like, yeah. you had to be on the top step of the podium yeah. to... Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I didn't so. think it was gonna. You know, I yeah. thought he was sure. just being yeah. nice. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. you know, nice hey, all you gotta do is call me. You know, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's the yeah. GM boss. Just yeah, yeah. So he had a GM yeah. racing. He yeah. and Joe Negri yeah. were the the number one and two guys. Yeah. They were um, at uh, GM racing back then. But this is now the late nineties. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. This is now ninety. So a long yeah. way around the barn to get to Andy Evans. Yeah. So ninety. Yeah. Ninety-seven. And you can tell me to shut up anytime. No. That's why we had it. Yeah. 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 Um, the, uh, so Herb, Herb is actually helpful. He, you know, maybe you should go up and do, you know, maybe try a little NASCAR stuff. Yeah. So I ended up doing, um, uh, getting hooked up with Billy Hess and won a, won our, won a, won a truck race at, uh, at Watkins Glen that year. Yeah. Which AER helped sponsor. Yeah. Right. Board, we boarded, I boarded an engine for Buzz McCall. Yeah. And the idea of road course ringers at the time was it, it had happened, but you sort of became the staple road course ringer guy. Once yeah, it, Wally once was. Kinda, yeah, I mean, Wally, Wally had been. And Tommy yeah. And, yeah. Well, Wally had been. I think Wally had been full time, but he, yeah, he had a. I remember watching him at Watkins Glen. He had one covered, and you know the infamous late race caution, and yeah, that got away from him. I think it cost us about twenty eight thousand dollars to build the the chassis. And uh, Elcon helped us with brakes. Yeah, and and you know we had an, an adequate motor, but we had we could get around corners and stop really yeah. well. Yeah, and um, 
ended up, yeah, we, we won that race, and it paid almost 50 grand to win. No way. And it was Linda, because we were the, it was our entry, yeah. all the prize money came to us, so she's, and on all those stickers on the fender, yeah. you got to go chase every one of them. Yeah, right. So she's busy trying to get, cause yeah. you know. Yeah. But it was it was just under 50 grand that, yeah. that, that paid to win, so that was, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I got, a, I got a call out of the blue um, from Andy Evans. I'm like, Okay, who is this really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you want to do what? Yeah. Well, we're you know the I I I now own most pork, and um, we want to put a local guy to in one of my Ferrari three thirty threes. You know, would you be interested? The coolest yeah, prototype on the yeah. planet. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, I can yeah, figure yeah, it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm into it. So yeah, so, oh, I was obviously well, ab- absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and it was just magic getting in that car for the first time. You know, the Ferrari logo on the wheel, yeah, and they right. fire this thing up, and it's the it's the Twelve. three and a half liter 12 cylinder formula one engine then formula one engine they made into the four liter or whatever and just a incredible sound it was only a, and it was a five-speed sequential and the best part for me that tub fit me really well oh, right yeah yeah, yeah. 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 it's been six, yeah, six i had leg room yeah. Uh, yeah no it was yeah. awesome uh the, the only thing that i i neglected to understand was not power steering. Everything I've been racing for oh yeah sure a couple yeah. of decades to that point is now power steering. Yeah, and this thing was heavy. Yeah, in the end, the longer the longer faster corners, it wasn't as difficult. Yeah, than you know having to dial a lot of steering in on a mm-hmm. tight track. But anyway, it uh, it worked out. Yeah, um, ended up you know so I was teamed with Rob Morgan, and um, yeah we ended up I got the pole, and um, uh, actually the guy that was engineering my car. Robson, Robson, mine was Dick Simon, <laughs> a former guest of ours. Yep, we've done many things. With Dick yeah, Simon. we've done yeah. a few projects, yeah. and and we got along great. And yeah. I oh, had really? I had met him. He, he didn't remember, but he right. he uh, when <laughs> McKenzie, yeah when Mackenzie when Mackenzie first got into IndyCar was with Dick Simon. Yeah, yeah, with right. Ludwig, with, with Scott Ludwig, Ludwig Heimroth, yeah, yeah. Ludwig Heimroth, then Scott. Oh, okay. Then they went to yeah, Scott's deal ended up and at Derek Shearson, Walker, yeah. and then and yeah. then Derek Walker. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, in the end, uh, went and on I started, uh, and Rob ended up finishing. Yeah. And he did a great job. In the end, he he uh, he held off. Um, pretty sure it was Weber. Really. Yeah. The car was. Yeah. The. the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for the win, he he stepped up his game yeah. on on race day, yeah. and we managed to yeah, beg to win. That was that was that was cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, I got once again summoned to uh, Detroit. Yeah, and uh, so I sat down with with Herb and Joe, and I had you know my contract was was up, right. and they tell me about this. We wanna we want we're gonna Ron, we're gonna take a Corvette too long. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Would you like to uh, lead that for us? I'm in. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, needless to say, I didn't. You know, it was, and there was a there was a potential opportunity to go back to Roush's, and um, they were looking at a truck program and maybe some road race stuff, and I ended up. Yeah, no, I, I'm. You know, I had I had a. You know, I was now three years invested in in uh, in in GM, and was really comfortable there. And, uh, um, yeah, just stayed put. So, yeah, especially when you're, you know, we're talking about going to Le Mans. We talked to Butch Lightsinger about you. Oh. Like, again, no dirt whatsoever. Useless. Useless. Yeah, um, right. yeah. But he had said that you tested the Cadillac program, the LMP car, pretty early on. Yeah. And yeah. they gave you the choice 
on which one you'd like to be a part of, yeah. and you chose the Corvette. Mm-hmm. Was that because of the test, or was it just a better suited to you? Um, was it obvious? I mean, they, they had a long way to go, and at that point, this is this is ninety nine or two thousand. So I'm forty two. Yeah, uh, about, and um, and I'm and we're just, you know, we had we had we had you know, I and uh, Chris Neifel. You know, with, we're ground floor with yeah. the Corvette program. Yeah, yeah. It, it's initially it's a pickup truck and a trailer and four guys. Yeah, right. One of them's right. Gary Pratt. Yeah, initially. Yeah. You know, yeah. the other was you know Ken Brown was who was a production car engineer, and we got this C5 that, and initially couldn't get out of her own way. Yeah. Um, uh, and and I really felt like, you know, we're just starting to win with the Corvette. You know, the yeah. Pratt Miller and the guys, and I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. yeah. So. Was that a comfort thing or a longevity thing? It was, it was, um, yeah, you know, for sure I thought a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Um, comfort with the fact that knew everybody, knew where we were going. A lot of uncertainties with, with, um, well, that mean with it, the prototype program. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're going up against Audi. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm 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 saying this on behalf of what Butch had talked about with our podcast. So these are not words in your mouth, but um, there were a lot of uh, there was a lot of input on the LMP program that they ran in terms of mixed messages in terms of what design should be versus what marketing wants out of it. And so there was sort of a lot of forces kind of not working together very well to get yeah. the most out of that program. Which for somebody like you who seems to just want to simply race, I could see that not yeah. being in your comfort zone. Well, I don't know it, if you were akin to any of that stuff. Yeah, some of it. Yeah, no, and um, the the. The testing was intriguing because I have, you know, other guys not so much. I love testing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an opportunity to, you, you mean, you always learn something. Yeah, yeah. And um, I didn't care what we were driving. If we're going to test and try mm-hmm. to do something, yeah, it's... it's, it's but that comes it's, from the guy that came from the ground up, too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just love driving. Sure. Yeah. 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 But uh, but also, I also learned that, uh, you know, I have, it took a while to figure out, but I was actually pretty good at it. Yeah. On the testing side, so that was uh, so that made it even more enjoyable. That mm-hmm. you know the the feedback that you're starting to get is yeah no we need to get him to do yeah. this and yeah anyway yeah. Um, yeah. but no it was it was it was also um, given my age and I got a I got a family mm-hmm. probably got a you know this the Corvette thing is is like you know we're we're in a position to start winning it's also got a roof. It's safer. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm also hearing an element of like to to your description of four guys in a pickup truck. This is something you can kind of not shape around you, but you can have a major impact Mm -hmm. in in terms of how this thing develops. And that's got to be when you hit like it's it's a known psychological thing. When you hit your 40s, legacy becomes a real thing that you start thinking about. Yeah. And if you're just a driver in an LMP program with 800 voices in. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. In terms of the the sort of the mortality gene that really didn't start to become more of a factor for me until I was in my late forties. Cause I was still, I was still able to, to do that, to still race and, and win. Um, but for sure that was, you know, uh, I, you know, I just felt like the, 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 it was, you know, Pratt Miller, the quality of the people. Yeah. I mean, this is um, a program that could be yours. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I, I just didn't want to give that up. Yeah. And sure enough, 2000 was kind of our breakout was the was yeah. when we started to be more of a factor against the orica team orica's vipers and then 01 was the breakout year yeah. so and um, the cadillac program didn't necessarily have too much success so 
None in, in yeah. prototypes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. It was, it was unfortunate. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned that the first time you drove the Cor- or early, early on with the Corvette, it was, you couldn't get out of your own way. Does anything stand out as like something that, yeah, it was, it was, um, uh, you know, getting pretty much everything, you know, the, the, <laughs> um, you know, going to our, going to our proper racing shock, um, which we didn't, that didn't have necessarily originally. And, and then getting more, uh, more racing people involved to complement the production people. Mm. And, um, yeah, so, I, um, I, I worked, I worked hard to get Steve Cole. I'd spent a little bit of time with, and, um, then along came DB, um, which was a whole nother problem. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Of, of dinner with racers, yeah, the fame. fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we single-handedly made him. Yeah, we yeah. made him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was he was uh, in the Trans M days. He was he was Tommy's guy. Yeah, right. And yeah. and we butted heads regularly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and yeah. Tommy, or you and Dan? Or uh, mostly Tommy. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We legitimately didn't like each other. Was that based um, on personality or on track stuff? Uh, both. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah How are you guys now? Uh, actually, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I mean, Tommy is, uh, uh, he's, he's, he's a lot tougher mentally than he probably gets credit for. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, especially having gone through what he had, you know, after yeah, his GTP crash and yeah. coming back and racing anything. Yeah. And, and then being, being successful. Crude. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, no, he's, he, uh, yeah, we got together multiple times in, in, in uh, in trans, I'm even as opposing four drivers. Yeah. So it was yeah that. never. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, I got I have a I got a, I got a lot of time for Tommy and his his uh, his ability, and uh, and how he you win championships uh, through uh, mental toughness. Right. And uh, he he was tough. Yeah. 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 So we've we've obviously talked to a bunch of different people. If we were to say talk to Tommy Kendall, um, what do you think his favorite run would have been? Favorite run-in with you? Oh, <laughs> I have no idea. No guess. But, okay. And there was more than one. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, wow. What's your favorite then? Um, <laughs> What's coming to mind? Yeah. yeah. Road America. Huh. Seepkins. Ninety. Was that Seepkins? Yeah, might have been. Yeah. 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 What was said? I'm sure I may have. Used used one I've used a few times, which was, you get near my bumper ever again, and I will knock you so far off the racetrack you'll need a passport to get back, something like that. Nice. <laughs> okay. yeah. That adds up. There yeah. we go. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I'd like to say that I, I I heard that used by someone else. Yeah. And Jack I thought Ballin. that's awesome. I'm keeping I'm that keeping one. It. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> I used it on Greg Biffle once too. Nice. <laughs> that's two Trans Am guys. With Greg Biffle. Yeah. 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 What's the deal? Well, it was in the, it was in the truck series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But anyway. So you of all people can probably really relate to NASCAR drivers, to sports car drivers trying to be NASCAR drivers. Mm-hmm. You know, going doing the road course ringer thing. Yep. Our friend Justin Marks has this Project 91 operation where they're putting superstars from all over the world. Kimi Raikkonen did it. Uh, Shane Van Gisbergen's doing it. Um, if there's any driver you could think that would be deserving of a Project 91 track house ride, who would it be? <sighs> I'd like to do uh, – I'd like to be a teammate with Johnny O'Connor. We'll share the car. Oh, I'll, do the, I'll, do the fifth, I'll do the first 15 minutes because he's a second faster. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then also Nick Tandy. Anybody else? (laughs) Maybe. And then there's, there's, of course, Nick Tandy. Yes. Sold. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Your move, Justin Marks. All right. I don't know. We, we yep. do a pass-along question for every guest. So the last guest we had was Bruce Canepa, okay. the uh, renowned yeah. car guy, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just all yeah, around. Yeah. And this is like, – we didn't know who we'd be meeting with because this was about a month ago, the day after Laguna Seca, so we weren't sure. Um, and it's kind of a weird question, but uh, uh, what are you going to do when electric cars fail? That's a Bruce Canepa question. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Never own one? No. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. I don't – yeah. Says GM um, spokesman, yeah, <laughs> Ron Fellows. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so we're gonna go have uh, dinner tonight with uh, Dalton Kellett down in uh, Toronto. Yep. Anything uh, you'd ask him? Yeah, uh, I, you know, again, uh, knowing a little bit about a uh, little bit about Dalton, I'm curious to know what does he want to do next. That's we're gonna hide behind you on that. All right. Uh, so we're not really, I mean, we've done a ton of bio stuff, but uh, I do have one similar bio question. So you got to the, you said 01 was kind of your breakout year yeah, with, with the racing, Corvette yeah, program. Sure. So obviously the Daytona yeah. 24 and 01 yeah. was very yeah. famous for a bunch of different reasons. Yeah. Um, did people get mad at you for keeping the Earnhardts from winning? Um, never heard that ever. Never. Yeah. It was the okay. first, How do you yeah. mean? Because they finished second. They were second in class, but they weren't second overall. The, I don't know. Yeah, 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 no, I yeah, think yeah. they were fourth yeah. overall because we, you know, the, the two car yeah. Yeah. was, um, we had the two car we were in, uh, yeah. so we ended up winning overall. But right. that was, <laughs> it was kind of funny when we were testing it uh, in the late fall, the, the annual November Pratt Miller test, yeah. uh, Corvette racing test. Um, that's when uh, uh, Junior and Senior came up for the first time. And um, that's where we had, Senior and I had the discussion about car numbers. Yeah. Mm. We were we were number three, yeah, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is my house. Uh, absolutely opposite. Uh, <laughs> no, I assume yeah, so. We, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. No, no, I yeah. think we know who you are by this yeah, point, yeah, Ron yeah, Fellows. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, he was he, but he was insistent. He was insistent that because we had the three and the four mm-hmm. uh, in in ALMS, yeah, and sixty three and sixty four at Le Mans, and no, 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 this is this is no, this is your deal, and and uh, you know you keep three. I'm like. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah no way. You're Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. it's you know I'm a Canadian. I'm a hockey guy, and I'm the I'm Wayne Gretzky comes to our and I'm a hockey player and I'm yeah and I'm stupidly wearing 99 yeah, and yeah. he comes to the team yeah. and I'm gonna say yeah. you can't have 99. Yeah, sorry, bud. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. you're 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, no, it was. I like that your analogy was hockey, by the way. <laughs> plenty of hockey now. Plenty, plenty yeah, on yes. brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, but yeah. anyway. Yeah, have you ever no, met Wayne Gretzky? I have not. Really? No, oh, no, man. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Have yeah. you met Tim Horton? Well, Never did. He's not okay. around. Anymore. I know. Uh, <laughs> Were you a fan of his before he went? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Stanley Makita, Makita's Donuts? Yeah. Yeah. I think he got the reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the greatest uh, of all time. Yeah. yeah. Such a great show, man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, that's um, well, uh, so on that level, I mean, not to get too much into retrospective stuff, but, um, you know, the, the, the cup road course races that you ran, I mean, you came extraordinarily close. Oh, uh, and, I, yeah, and I remember exactly that face. There was one interview. We were like, second again or, yeah, or something like yeah. that. Is that sort of the, the big unfinished business for you? Yeah, there's two. Okay. 
What's the other? Yeah, I never didn't didn't win a Trans Am championship. Okay. And had a bunch of wins there, and I'd give up a few wins for for a championship. For a championship. And Thanks, then, RJ. You know, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> say what? <laughs> um, and not uh, yeah. No, that's a regret. Is not not winning not winning a cup, winning race. A cup race, particularly yeah. for for DEI because we oh, yeah, yeah sure. we came close and, and we got we got close. Um, the closest we came, oddly enough, with DEI was with the Pennzoil car at Sonoma in 03. leading, coming up to the last pit stop, and we're trying to stay out as long as we could. And I'll never forget it. Tony Gibson was crew chief. Steve Mill is one of the spotters and a strategist. And they're literally talking amongst themselves. Yeah, we should think about pitting, you know. That. And then Steve's like, everybody behind you is starting to pit. All right, pick that, pit that slap. Caution oh, comes out. Oh, gosh. And, yeah, so, straight to the back. Yeah, so it was, yeah, I'll never forget. <sighs> we, we um, as we line up behind the safety car, coming into 11, Pits are open, and I duck down pit lane. I have a look in the mirror. No one. There's like two or two or three at the back coming, and I'm like, Oh man, another one gone. Yep. yep. We yeah we I think we restarted. It was 30th or something like that. Yeah. With 20 something to go. Yeah. But that car was so good. We ended up seventh. When I yeah. assume. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I assume yeah. every one of those races, you don't know if that's your last one. In yeah. The you know, they're they're yeah. like my Daytona 500s. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to win a cup race. And, yeah. and it was, yeah, it was just, um, and then 07, uh, well, there was, there was another, there was a couple more DEI. And I mean, we finished second with, uh, with the Demco deal, which was super cool in 99 with Brian Patty, because uh, I got my first win with Brian in, in the in the Bush series then. Actually what's today's date? It was twenty five run. 26. Yeah, it was this past weekend yeah, was yeah. used to be the, the Bush race weekend at, at Watkins Glen. That's where I got my first win in wow. ninety eight. Yeah. Twenty five years ago. Wow. wow. Yeah. And Brian yeah. I think Brian Patty was probably a teenager. Yeah, then. I was gonna say he's not old now, yeah. <laughs> but man, one smart kid. Yeah. Yeah, we hit it off. Yeah, yeah I think he they, listens to this actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 no, yeah no we we yeah. we still talk on occasion but yeah, the um, yeah, what what a what a what a smart smart young man. We uh, yeah, we won. Did we win two? Yeah, I think we won two. Should have been three. Um, and then a, a truck race, and and then came so close with that cup race. And we're literally, it was actually the race. It was the '99. That was when we were we we're in our motor motorhome in the in the in the paddock after the race in 99 where Dale Jr. beat us and they're like oh I can't believe we let that slip away and um, and then we're we were sponsored by Bully Hill Vineyards and AER and um, uh, Lillian Taylor who owns Bully Hill she came in the motorhome to kind of console us both you know hey you know hey seconds okay you know and she said you know why don't you guys come back with a cup car in August I look at Brian and he looks at me and can we do this? And we did. Billy has built the chassis. Brian got a, got the body done. Then it was shopping for a motor. We ended up getting a motor from uh, from Sapco. That was who Joe was driving for. We ended up with Sapco. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel any sort of uh, pride that you've kind of opened up the door for a lot of us to go do like road course ringer stuff? Because I mean, you did really you paved, Andy paved the yeah. way. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I never never really thought about it. Um, you know, to me, it was just, it was, I was so fortunate to be able to 
that the, the road racing or the sports car program I was doing yeah. it, back then there were very few road road courses like the, the the now Xfinity series had like one trucks had two and cup had two um, yeah and and um, it was it was fortunate that uh, I think it was only once that there was a conflict with any of the road races that I was wanting to do and and uh, um, and, and you know and being and getting the opportunity you know the, it was it was pretty regular that uh, the Sonoma Cup race was the week after Le Mans and I remember when we when we uh, we got the first uh, Le Mans win in 01 and I was pretty sure, I think I was driving for yeah, I was driving for Nemco at, at Sonoma and uh, walking through the garage area and everybody from Richard Childress hey congratulations on it oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so I'm cool. Like, you guys were watching that? Yeah. Yeah. Paying yeah. attention. Yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was, yeah, it was super cool, which is a, which is really a tribute to the, to the Corvette brand. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. 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 It doesn't quit. So, which yeah. is exactly why Herb and Joe and we're absolutely at, we need to go to Le Mans with a, and, and win with a Corvette. Yeah. So. That's got to be one of the most successful marketing campaigns in motorsports history. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. But so on that anyway. level, let's talk Corvette fans. Um, so, <laughs> The IMSA paddock, uh, I would say by far the biggest fan contingent is probably the Corvette fans. They're always the biggest car corral, very identifiable fans. We've talked to, let's say, current Corvette drivers who maybe aren't as up on every single detail of every Corvette ever made. Um, do you get that sometimes where people start talking to you about the spec and era of their car and you're like, yeah. I don't have a clue? Yeah, I, I, um, I should probably know more about the yeah. you know all the production cars yeah, yeah. um I, I you know i i uh i have i have a pair of i have a pair of c6s okay. uh uh z06s are they wait are they Z06s the ron Z06s fellows edition ones one of them is yeah okay oh, yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> that's expected yeah. um but um no they're they're you know they're 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 super passionate they're that's uh, no doubt there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the um can you um, pick one out if even if they're not wearing a Corvette shirt per se or a hat? Can you pick out a Corvette? Can you pick out a Corvette fan <laughs> in a crowd? What are you trying to say? I'm uh, saying uh, nothing. Okay. No, no. All right, <laughs> different different question. Yeah. Do you own a pair of white New Balances? <laughs> Gray. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do All you right. wear Do you wear shorts when it gets hot? Yeah, occasionally. Are they Are they denim? Yeah, are they denim? <laughs> Just a question. <laughs> I almost lost the coffee. <laughs> That's a yes, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lovely yeah. latte. Yeah. yeah. I'm not commenting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you tuck in your t-shirts? Do I tuck in my t-shirts? <laughs> yeah. I just want to know. I mean, it's just a question, Ron Fellows. Yeah. Uh, did you ask Johnny O'Connell these questions? Yes, we did. We absolutely did. Maybe I need to go and listen to his answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the answer is no. Okay. Okay. Uh, to okay. the T-shirt. Gotcha. Okay. okay. But he was a yes to the yeah. denim shorts. Um, no, I don't. Have, I don't have any denim shorts either. Uh, okay. Yeah. The it, that's that's just cruel. Switching gears. What are you trying? To, what are you trying to say about? You reportedly had a handshake agreement with Senior, with Dale Senior, to race in Cup, like on ovals. Is that correct? wasn't uh, we didn't get that we didn't get quite that far okay um he was he was super keen yeah so when we you know we got to know each other and um uh he he um yeah we spent time together mm -hmm. you know all of us you know the entire yeah. the entire team you know, it, and 
and senior. Yeah, Jay was pretty early for for junior, but yeah. you know, uh, senior was an icon mm-hmm. then. Absolutely, and uh, uh, very engaging. He he knew exactly the value of of teamwork mm-hmm. and chemistry and helping to create that. Yeah, and um, so he was. Uh, you know, super popular within the within the Corvette team with all the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, very generous to to everyone. Yeah. And um, but yeah, no. He by the time we got to the to the uh, I can't remember if it was the test or the race. It was probably the 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 test the month before, which yeah. is what it used to be. Um, yeah, he was man. I need you to come drive my cup cars. Yeah. <laughs> and no I, more. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. Um, and I may have. I may have made a made a comment like, um, "Well, I should probably talk to Linda." So he ended up spending more time talk, trying to talk Linda. Yeah, yeah, he's smart. <laughs> he, he gets yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah talking yeah. to the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, we need to get Linda on the podcast to get more detail. Oh, I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, we 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 talked about it, and uh, you know, tragically, he was killed three weeks later. Sure, sure. But the 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 coolest. Part of that was when, out of the blue, in the in early part of '03, I get a call from Ty Norris, and Ty is like, uh, Steve Park got hurt, and he says, you know, Senior always wanted you to drive for him, and you know, would you would you drive the the Depenzo car at Sonoma Watkins Glen? Yeah, yeah, totally choked up. Um, and like, absolutely, of course. Yeah. But it was it, for him, for Ty to, you know, Ty and, and, and some of the other, uh, senior management of DEI to two years later, Hey, you know, we, let's call fellows cause senior, you know, it was just, it was, uh, um, and I'll never forget the contract coming through the fax machine with DEI on the top. And it was, man, it was, uh, yeah, or tears when it happened. And I just. That's uh, again not winning, not winning one for yeah. And and again we the I, I remember after after that Sonoma race where we we uh, we should where we we were we were well in position to win and um, in control of it um, and coming and Ty Norris was so angry about it after the race because they it was a it was basically a tire. That was on. That was that got off a car. Was down the end of pit lane. It brought the yellow, but they were going to wait until all the basically all the lead lap cars pitted under green before they brought. And and he was like, "What do you? How do you forget the leader?" Yeah, or yeah, or was it the non-full season guy? Well, and it and it may have been that they'd waited long enough because we were because we were trying to go as long as we could on that tank of fuel because I had a. Yeah, I had a I had a had a lead. I think you know whatever it was, it was you know a comfortable lead at that point. Um, but anyway, it is what it is. But it it's I sort of came away thinking, man, it's so hard to win a cup race. Yeah. If they, I mean, the stars have got to be aligned yeah. too, especially if you're doing one or two a year. Yeah, right, right. Like it's just yeah. so hard. So we'll we'll start wrapping up here, but um, just sort of a big picture thing, like. You know, Ryan talked about you coming in here, and you're sort of the mayor of this of this restaurant. <laughs> You've got your fingers in a lot of different things right yeah, now. Like yeah. you're, like you're. It sounds like for being retired, you're home very rarely, just coordinating this 
with you and I has been a, a process because you're right. like you and I are never in the same place. Right. Uh, as a as a family, we are very busy in yeah. racing still. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my 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 wife and I and son Sam right. works at he works for Canadian Tire Motorsport Park full time. Right. Um, and he's uh, media communications okay. uh, some and uh, he runs the he runs our driving program. Right. But, so I mean, you've uh, got that you've got the school out in yeah, the, the out school, in Nevada. Yeah, that's that and that's a that's that that's a cool you know really it's fun cool. like Corvette driving experience with your name on it out at uh Well, it's a high performance driving school. Yeah, so it yeah. it was it was um Chevrolet when I so I had I had talked about retiring from the long distance program and this was Gary Claudio uh was was this Chevy marketing guy. They were talking about in 2009, the uh, sixth generation uh, ZR1, you know, this has got over 630 horsepower. You know, we should probably have some kind of a driver training program that comes with yeah, this car. I mean, the exact opposite of what everybody else is doing. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Take this Lambo and go for yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Just buy more. Just drive on the street. And I had, I had been at, I'd actually been out to Spring Mountain with, oddly enough, with, uh, with my wife and Gary Pratt and his wife. And, um, yeah, so we, yeah, we started talking about a Corvette thing, you know, Hey, you know, we, cause they had, they had some Corvettes and were Corvettes and radicals and Lotuses yeah, 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 and a bunch of different they were, yeah, a bunch yeah. of, a bunch of different things. And, and, uh, and I, you know, Hey, would you be interested in trying to help us? And I said, there may be something else going on here. So we ended up establishing, uh, the. Ron Feller's performance driving, yeah. Um, Why are you playing it down? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. okay to be Ron Feller. Is there it's a Ryan, Ryan Eversley driving school? Not yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But so when there is, I'm going to say it's the Ryan Eversley yeah. driving school. Yeah, much like the Sean Eversley Film Academy. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Coming to a racetrack near you. But yes. where, so where I'm going with this is, like, you've got your hands at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. You were part of brokering the title deal. Um, and you're, you're still very involved with Chevrolet. You've got the yeah. driving school. You've got a lot of different things that you're still involved in. And but it's a family thing. Sure, but but I yeah. guess I get that's kind of yeah. where I'm going with this. Yeah. Is so like you look at and this isn't a competitive comparison thing, but right. like Dorsey doesn't have that same kind of stuff going right. on. He's doing some of the broadcast stuff, yeah. maybe. But um, is this a natural evolution of the fact that you're just very good at relationships and networking, <laughs> or was this always a conscious choice to have a bunch of different business interests? It wasn't a conscious choice. No, the okay. the, the idea of of uh, being part of uh, the group with uh, Al, uh, uh, Carlo Fadani and Al Bouton initially. Um, was I never thought ever about ownership of of the icon Mosport. Right. So these are just natural progressions. From yeah, the yeah. And, yeah. And I think I, I think one of the things it's not anything you you really um, when I looked at you know two two iconic drivers Jackie Stewart and Dale Earnhardt and they're longevity with the relationships that they had it was like man i gotta try to do that and you know jackie has had decades with rolex but i mean how many decades with ford and you know there was no question you know what manufacturer senior was with and now junior so um you know that you know the fact that uh you know since the fall of 94 i have a, had a contract in some form with uh chevrolet 33 years with AER manufacturing, you know, they're, and now they're helping my son. Exactly. But, the, know, but the critical so ingredient is that you're always naming the people involved because yeah, first and last names. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the yeah. thing. Like, oh. like 
Because what I'm not hearing is a plan like this is what I'm going to be doing in 20 years as much as like, oh, no, I'm really cool with this person and there's an opportunity yeah. here and there's an opportunity. And, and like, in retirement, uh, you <laughs> well, seem it's really very, very busy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, Linda would argue, eh, are we too busy? Yeah, but there's, but there's things that, you know, or the relationship with, uh, with karting. You know, yeah. we've, been, we've been doing uh, youth karting basically since like 02. Yeah. Some in in some form, and now we're very active, involved in a series, and uh, and the and the Canadian Championship, and also myself and I mean this is a whole other. But you got a lot going on. I I, I really feel that super fortunate that uh, yeah I I struggled in early days, but you know the the opportunities that existed for that short window of time when we had. Uh, tobacco and beer money, yeah. money flowing yeah. in motorsport. Uh, um, I was able to benefit, capitalize, and make a career out of because I was going nowhere until this showroom stock series. It was a twenty thousand dollar car that paid six thousand dollars to win, <laughs> and they were all the same. Yeah, right. So you have the Order of Canada. You're an Order of Canada oh, recipient. Yes, sir. Does that mean you're like ro- like your royalty, right? Um. Just say yes. Well, it's <laughs> just do, you a, do you have a badge or like do you get yeah, a? Yeah, there's a there's a pin and a, oh. and a, you got like a, a big metal thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. there's a yeah, it's cool. yeah, like a ribbon. Yeah. So are, we, yep. are, are you a sir? Are we messing this up? Are you Sir Ron Fellows? Well, no, they Captain they Ron. Fellows? Yeah, no, they don't do that Damn. in this country. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it was a it was it literally came out of left field. Okay. I, who, who awards this? The prime minister? Uh, Governor Captain? General. Governor General. Governor, okay. Governor General. Yeah, and, and they. I say like I know what that is. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 right, of yeah right. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's part yeah. of your parliament. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> You're gonna make fun. We're not gonna tell the yeah, story, right, Sean. Go, all right, Sean. Go on, yes. I'll hold this podcast over. <laughs> anyway, so the Governor General. <laughs> yes, uh, but they do. They get um, uh, names for consideration, sir. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so, I, 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 from what I understand, it was a, a number of members of the media that. Oh, cool. That's cool. That were. I don't know how many years they tried, sure. But um, <laughs> I was at I was at Spring Mountain. It was December, early December of 2019. Yeah. And like six in the morning, West Coast time, my cell phone rings, and when I look, and I'm, I'm not awake yet. Yeah, yeah. And I see the area code, and we have family in in Eastern Ontario. I'm thinking, oh, maybe somebody there. So I answer the phone, and this this uh, gentleman says who he is, and that I've been, uh, you know, awarded the, uh, an Order of Canada. Okay, who is this really? <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah. no, 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 Mr. Fellows. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, yeah so it was uh, yeah, amazing. The best part for me is, is it's unfortunate that I'm the first racing driver to sure. ever get one yeah, yeah. to get an Order of Canada. Yeah. But at least... You know, what that's provided is, you know, recognition for the sport in this country that hadn't gotten to this point. Yeah. You know, because there's no no racing driver. You know, I'm the first racing driver yeah. to get it. Right. But yeah. at the same time, you're so politically tactful. You know, like, there'd be no better representative. Yeah. Yeah. You know, same yeah. also, like James Hinchcliffe said, you've done more for, for the youth of this of motorsports in this country than anybody in the last 50 years. So yeah. it makes total sense to me that you would get oh, it. Thank you, James. Yeah. 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 So... We've obviously talked about your entire career, but if there's a, a legacy that you'd like to leave behind that somebody might listen to this later in life and learn all about you for the first time, what would you hope they take away from this? If you believe enough, if you believe in it, you can make it happen. 
but you it but you can never quit. Well, I'd say on that note, Continental's got the check. Changes every which way you got to hold on to.